Do you have a teaching or a coaching philosophy? Hi there, it's Dr. Chelsea. If you are a high school or college teacher, maybe you've written a philosophy when you applied for your job, but even so, have you looked at it in a while? I think most of us don't even have one, or if we do, it's been a while. Personally, it took me years to come up with my own personal teaching philosophy that was really specific to me and not just words you say on the job application or words that you take from other people. It took a lot of experience and challenges, successes, and choices for me to decide what was right for me. And after all that time, my personal coaching philosophy is now pretty simple, but powerful. And I'm so glad I spent the time to create it. Above all else, as an educator, I learned why it's so important to reflect and come up with your own personal teaching or coaching philosophy. You can use whatever word resonates with you. So in this episode, I'm going to share why it matters and how it will save you so much time in the future and some tips to get you started if you haven't written one before. And of course, I've got that free resource for you to help you tackle this if you're up for it. So let's get to it. Welcome to the Passion for Dance podcast. I'm Dr. Chelsea, a former professional dancer and dance team coach turned sports psychologist. This podcast focuses on four main pillars, motivation, resilience, mindset, and community. Each week, you'll learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips to teach your dancers more than good technique. This is a podcast where we can all make a lasting impact and share our passion for dance. Let's do this. I believe that teaching isn't about winning, of course, but even so, I don't even really think it's about making memories. It's about changing how people feel. My personal philosophy started as a pretty in-depth and lengthy document, but now it's a little more succinct. And one of the key aspects that I share with you now was inspired by one of my favorite quotes from Maya Angelou. People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did but the people will never forget how you made them feel. That's the driving force behind everything I do. And one sentence in my philosophy is this. I don't teach dance to create memories. I teach to make a difference in how my dancers feel. So when you have the privilege to teach young athletes, you have a chance to make an impact on their life. But that impact doesn't come from giving them lots of great memories, like a certain performance that they loved or attending a convention or a time they got to run on stage and receive that championship trophy or the highest medal, or some special team bonding event even that they really loved and the social stuff. And sure, those memories are great, but it's not about specific events or certain memories. It's about that general feeling that you give your athletes. So I have a question for you. Do you remember absolutely everything about your time as a dancer? Uh, Probably not, right? I mean, I can look back and I have a few key specific memories, certain competitions, certain social things with my friends, there's highlights that have stuck with me, but I definitely don't remember a lot of it. And if you grew up a studio dancer like me, I have a closet full of trophies and I couldn't tell you what 90% of them are. I don't know what routine it is. I don't know where, like none of that has stuck with me, but I know how it made me feel. I was thinking about this kind of on a personal note, which brought me back to coaching and teaching. So a few years ago, I had the luxury of this long vacation with my family. And while we were enjoying the sandy beaches and had spent all this uh, you know, time and energy and money to have this wonderful family vacation, I couldn't help but wonder if my four-year-old would remember any of it. 
I was watching my son, you know, he was, his eyes would just be so wide when he saw something new. I was begging to get him out of the ocean, which would never work because it was his favorite thing. You know, loving our lazy family dinners outside. Everything was wonderful, but I couldn't help but think like, as great as this is, is he even going to remember any of this? And the truth is probably not. Uh, but the better question is like, do I care if he won't remember this specific vacation? If he doesn't remember it, does that mean it wasn't a worthwhile experience? And I feel like dance is the same thing. Even if you don't have a specific memory with it, does that mean it wasn't worthwhile? Most often in my life, my personal and coaching and teaching life are always linked. So that internal conversation about whether my son would remember vacation made me think about coaching and teaching. Is it worth it to do all those little things that create these special memories that don't necessarily last very long, right? Like, is it worth it to make, maybe if you have an end of year banquet or end of year show, and do you go a little special and over the top? Is it worth it to spend money on nationals, maybe just kind of for the experience if you don't think you'll end up in finals? Is it worth it to spend the time you know, putting together a really special show to create a really well thought out lesson plan for a specific technique class to make time for special meetings with seniors to ensure they're your most effective leaders, right? The list goes on and on. Is it worth all the little extra things we do? Because here's the truth of it. Your athletes likely won't remember the details of most of it. And that can be frustrating. I mean, like, why am I putting all of this time and energy if they're not even going to remember it? But again, do you remember everything about when you were dancing? Cause I certainly don't. I have again, those specific memories, some events that stand out, but I'm sure there's lots of things that my teachers put extra time into that I don't have a clear memory of, but I do remember how those teachers made me feel. So was it worth it? Simple answer is yes, it's completely worth it. And it's the foundation of my coaching philosophy. So you can see, I kind of think through this big picture first, which then gets brought down to how I'm going to show up every day. So, you know, if you're like me, we spend a lot of time making things special and as good as we can for our dancers. And then even if they won't remember it, we still do it. We do it because it's not about the memories. It's about creating a feeling. I want to create a feeling of belonging, a feeling of being a part of something bigger than me. I want to create a general feeling of hard work and dealing with disappointment and that sense of accomplishment. I want to help my dancers create that feeling that they will never regret. So just like my son may not be able to tell me exactly what he loved about that vacation uh, or even remember it at all, we were creating a feeling of what it's like to be a part of our family. And of course, that is a priceless thing to achieve. So it's the feeling that never goes away, even when the specific memories fade. So next time you're feeling a little burnt out, or you just want, uh, you know, go, I need to go teach this quick class and then go home without any extra fluff, which is totally okay, by the way, that happens. But when you're feeling in a rut, remember that you are creating that lasting feeling for your dancers. We all have our bad days. We have to get in and get out sometimes. That won't ruin the whole thing. But overall, know that all that extra time and all those little things matter. 10 years after graduation, they probably won't remember that you came up with some special quote one day that they needed for motivation. They won't remember the end of your slideshow that you spent hours on, but they will graduate and remember how you made them feel. 
they will remember what it felt like to be a part of a team or to belong to your studio. They will think back to the experiences and hopefully reflect on that sense of belonging and delight and maybe a few special fond memories. So again, that's all the basis of my personal coaching philosophy. I don't focus on creating a specific memory or achieving a certain goal. My philosophy is to focus on the feeling and nurture personal growth and lessons that will last. So I spend extra time on the little things because they add up. I hope I've created that feeling that lasts long after graduation and the day-to-day of being a part of my team. So all of that is to say, I didn't know that that was my philosophy for a while, for a lot of years in. And I would get burnt out spending all this extra time. Like, why am I making all these ribbons? Or why am I spending all this time having one-on-one meetings? And it just felt overwhelming. And I wanted to give up on it because I didn't remember why. So spending the time to write down and create my philosophy changed the way I showed up. I had more grace with myself on the bad days because it's if you're being really intentional most days, when you have your bad days, you can be nicer to yourself about it, right? I was also more motivated just in general and kind of throughout the whole year. Uh, But my philosophy and that teaching, having it written down was actually a crutch to stand on when I needed help with some tough decisions. I could go back to like, what is my philosophy and what really truly matters to me? So I knew what to do. Oftentimes it brought to light the right answer, right? When I had been, you know, tossing and turning and I can't decide what to do with this dancer or how do I respond to this parent or which event do we go to? Do I cancel this? All of those things that we spend so much time stressing over. If I would go back to my philosophy and read through it, most times the decision was so much clearer. So spending the time to not just adopt someone else's philosophy, but to create your philosophy is worth every minute you can spend on it. You know, not many things that you spend your time on continue to have the positive impact on your life every day that you coach and teach. But if you haven't written it before, I encourage you to do it. It truly changed how I showed up. It changed, it took stress off me a lot because I could look back and know I was making a decision that was right to me, even if I was going to get backlash from people, but I could stand firm and like, no, this is why I did it. And this is why it matters. And it, it, protected me from, uh, some of the negative comments that come at you in this world, but it only really worked when I dug deep internally and thought about my philosophy and not just this other teacher that I admire. And I want to be like her, right? That's a great place to start or like, Oh, he is so great. When he shows up to class, I want to be like that. You can start there, but it's only really going to work if you spend time to to write your own. So that said, do you need a little help? building your own philosophy. If this inspires you to think about your own philosophy, I have a free resource uh, for you with some prompts and questions to get you started. I'll link it in the show notes. You can find it at chelseaparati.com slash 68. So for example, uh, one great question to start with is I'm a coach who is motivated by what motivates you? Why do you show up? What really brings you joy, right? Or answer the question, I'm a coach who feels rewarded when? What really sparks that for you? What what is the reward that brings you joy? Answering question prompts like these helps you orient yourself to what matters to you. And then once you have those questions answered, you can formulate your own philosophy. 
Believe me, you won't regret the time spent because having that solid philosophy will help you make tough decisions and be the foundation you need when things get really hard. It's the magic of spending time to articulate the philosophy. It keeps giving back. It gives you something to clearly communicate to your dancers and their parents so they understand where you're coming from when you make decisions. Can't tell you how many times I had that hard decision to make. I'd go back to my philosophy, read it through, remember my values and what matters to me, and then suddenly that answer was so much clearer. My philosophy was always there to help me when I couldn't figure out what to do. It wasn't always the easy answer. It wasn't always perfectly obvious, but it helped so much and it allowed me to move forward with more confidence because I knew I could back up my choices and stand firm in my decisions, even when dance parents would send some nasty emails. So, and for me, that's reason enough, but it still always helps me feel good about being in, you know, in integrity with what I say and my actions and that everything is in alignment. If you want some prompts to help you get started, grab that free download, spend a little time articulating your teaching philosophy. Again, you can get it in the show notes, wherever you're listening or at chelseaparati.com slash 68. And if this episode was helpful to you, please share it with a fellow dance educator. The more we can support each other in this community, the more we all thrive. So thank you for listening. And as always keep sharing your passion for dance with the world. 